sisters, second question that I was asked was, how do you teach or talk to and explain to a five-year-old child concepts of morality and concepts of deen and so on and so forth. For example, this mother is telling me that the, her son, who is five years old, he says, uh, why did Allah create shaitan? Because shaitan is evil. And uh, so why didn't Allah just create the angels? Why did he create shaitan? Uh, and so on. So why did Allah create you? Why did he create me? And the question the mother asked me was, how do I explain it to a five-year-old child? I have the answers. Listen to this carefully because I think this is the trap. This is what um, gets people into difficulties which are self-created. Um, so we say, I have the answers to give to an adult. But this is a five-year-old child. So what should I say to them? You know, for two, two sides to this. First of all, I remember one of Einstein's, Albert Einstein's... Uh, I think it is Albert Einstein's quotes, um, was that he said that the, uh, the test of real understanding of anything, the test of real understanding of anything is that you should be able to explain that to a five-year-old child. And I think that's very, very true. <clears throat> Do you really understand something? The test of that is, can you explain it to a five-year-old child? And if you can explain it to a five-year-old child, believe me, you can understand that thing. But if you can't explain it to a five-year-old child, then maybe there is a doubt. So this is something which is um, which is worth thinking about. Now, we come to the issue of how to do that. One of the biggest fallacies, and believe me, I've been a teacher now for 40 years. One of the biggest fallacies that we have is that we fool ourselves into believing that children, and I'm not even talking about five-year-old child, I'm talking about so-called youth. I'm talking about people who are in high school and who are in college. I constantly have people, people who know me, don't do that, but in newer places. I constantly have people saying, uh, Sheikh, you know, uh, our Islamic lectures and so on, uh, we have to change the way we say it and we have to, you know, do it in a different way. Uh, so that they are appealing to the youth and so on and so on. Now, my question is, if you think about it, uh, just see how Rasulullah sallam he was the, the best ma'allim, the best teacher on the face of the planet. Uh, he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Bo'istu mu'alliman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent me <coughs> as a teacher. He sent me to teach. This is what he sent me for. He sent me to teach. He sent me as a teacher. So here is the Rasul himself. So he's saying that the best teacher in the world, he's saying, see how he taught. Now, he didn't teach different people in different ways. He taught them all in the same way. They sat and they listened and they and they um, they took in that knowledge. Take Abdullah ibn Abbas. He lived with Nabi Sallam and Abdullah ibn Abbas was, you know, maybe 10 years old or less. And he became one of the not one of the became the first and the greatest mufassir explainer uh, of the Quran. This is a big fallacy in our heads that we think 
that we need to talk down to children we need to dumb down knowledge this is the, the this is the big um, trap and this is the big disservice to education that we do even in our schools where textbooks are really dumbing down of the source books from which the knowledge comes you know the first first thing that happens when you dumb it down is it becomes dead and it becomes boring and and people have you are just forced to mug it up uh, to pass exams and that is why children hate schools many most children they hate school they hate learning just ask yourself if you if you want to disagree with me ask yourself what do children do with textbooks once they graduate have you ever seen in your whole life and you must have gone to a school as well did you ever pick up a textbook after you uh, graduated in my days there was a guy who used to uh, buy old books quite literally i'm not exaggerating quite literally students we after we graduated we passed exams between the school and home we would go to this uh, old books bookshop and sell our old textbooks get some money and then we would go home, right we wouldn't even take the trouble of taking those textbooks home because it was a burden why would i want to carry those things i'm not going to read them ever again in my life this is what happens when you dumb down knowledge how do you talk to a 5 year old child you talk to a 5 year old child like you talk to a 50 year old man or a woman right same way no difference talk to them with seriousness explain things to them maybe you have to say it two or three times maybe you have to give examples maybe you have to take them and show them something and demonstrate it please do that so if the child asks you why did allah subhanahu wa taala create shaitan first question first way of answering that you say alhamdulillah it's a beautiful question absolutely fantastic question and keep thinking right ask yourself why but before we go there first thing to understand in the principles of islam is with respect to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla we do not ask the question why or how uh, for something which allah has not explained for example allah if you ask me why did allah create you he's asking the mother why did allah create you why did allah create me the child is asking himself he said i can answer that question because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa ma khalaqtul jinna wal insa illa liya'budun so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the jinn and the insan for nothing other than worshiping him jalla jalalu so allah did not create shaitan to be evil allah did not create shaitan as a symbol of evilness allah did not create shaitan in order to deceive people and to take people into jahannam this is what shaitan chose for himself now this is the way to explain it to them and say if you say why did allah create? allah created jinn one of those jinns is shaitan allah created human beings one of those human beings is and think of the most evil human being that you can imagine and say one of those human beings is so and so or was so and so here is this evil person so you might say well why did allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create this evil person allah did not create that evil person to be evil allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created human beings allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then gave them guidance allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave sent the nabi allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his kitab 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made every means available for the person to be a good person. And that person, instead of being a good person, turns into an evil person. So, how can you say, why did Allah create the evil person? Allah did not create the evil person as the evil person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a person. The person chose to be good or evil according to what they wanted. And so also with shaitan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the jinn. Shaitan is a jinn. He chose to be evil. So say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the jinn. One of them was shaitan, was iblis. And he decided to do what he, what he decided to do. Right? So it's not a question of did Allah create Think about this. So similarly, answer questions for people. Don't worry about the age. You would be surprised how much little children know and how much they understand and how much information they can process. Five years is a is an old little boy, right? They start much earlier than that. You would be surprised how much little kids who are one year old, two year old, how much they already know. They may not be able to conceptualize that and to convert that into 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 some kind of uh, you know advanced uh, understanding. But don't fool yourself. Do not say. Oh, but you see, it's a small child, and how can I speak to... You're speaking to a human being, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the capacity to understand. It's also a stretch for you to learn how to explain, and how to how to give examples, and how to uh, help people understand. Please do that. Right? Do that. Do not talk down to children. Do not talk to children as if they are stupid. They're not stupid. They're very, very smart. Uh, on a side note, this is one of the problems that we have uh, I don't know about other countries, but yeah, definitely in Hyderabad, uh, where we speak to children literally in a distorted way. You you take off the R's, you you, you put uh, you know the, the L into that and so on. This is all absolutely absolute rubbish. Please talk to them properly. Talk to them using good language. Talk to them. Uh, in, in chaste language, let them understand and let them hear the sound of well-spoken language, whichever language it is, and they will pick up the vocabulary, they will learn to speak like that, and they will understand. Children understand a lot more than you think. Don't talk down to them, speak to them like intelligent people, and they will become intelligent people, inshallah.